Father, we thank you for your word. Let your light shine greatly in our hearts and in our minds. Illuminate our entire beings and be glorified, O oh God, in us and in your word, in the name of Jesus. Grant us understanding. Grant us the wisdom to discern correctly. And may we know you more. May we do your will. Let your kingdom come. And let your will be done in us and in this world. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Shall we please take our seats? Hallelujah. Jehovah is the faithful God. Yes. Hallelujah. Jehovah is the faithful God. Jehovah is the faithful God. Hallelujah. Amen. It is because of his faithfulness we are here today. Praise to Jesus. Hallelujah. It is because he is faithful that we have committed ourselves to him. Hallelujah. Amen. It is because he is faithful that's why we listen to him. And we can always depend on him. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Because he doesn't know how to fail. Hallelujah. He doesn't know how to fail. Praise the Lord. Amen. When you think he has filled you, it is that you are not looking well. Hallelujah. So Jesus said, Be careful how you see and be careful how you hear. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. When Israel got to the Red Sea, they thought God had, had filled them. Hallelujah. Amen. But he made a way through the sea. But Praise the Lord. Amen. When Jesus died, his disciples thought that God had filled them. As actually they heard Jesus saying, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me while he was on the cross? Hey. What say that Jesus over crossing okay? Ah. Irazi, me razi. Why they Hallelujah. Amen. But God had not forsaken them. Now soon Yami on phone. He had not filled them. Hallelujah. Amen. It was just that they couldn't see. What God was looking at. Hallelujah. Amen. So pray every day that Lord, let me see what you see. And you will see that He never fails. It is impossible. Hallelujah. Amen. The day he feels the whole creation will cease to exist. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, that's what, but 
if I'm not careful, the message will change. So let me come back. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. We were talking about our debt of gratitude and honor. I'm the Bible always come to Sunday school. Yeah, yeah, in church offer yen um debt of gratitude and honor. Yen a kawa yeti wo radina from there. Yeti in the say ne aye yi dibaman. And we saw from Romans fifteen twenty seven that when when somebody has has blessed you with spiritual things, God says that you owe them physical or material things. When somebody has been a blessing to you in spiritual things, God says that you owe them physical or material things. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And and it is important that we understand this because whenever you are in debt and you don't pay your debt, it always goes against you. Or most of the time it goes against you. Hallelujah. Amen. And so we saw that there are certain people that we must recognize that we owe them. Hallelujah. And the first group we looked at was your father, your mother, or the person who raised you up. Hallelujah. Amen. And we said the second one is your pastor. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. The one raising you up in Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. And then this morning we want to add a third one. It is those that God sent to your life at critical points where if they hadn't come, something really bad would have happened to you. And there, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Those who came into your life at make or break points, life and death moments, and through them, God brought deliverance to you. Hallelujah. You see, when we get to heaven, we'll see that the man who helped Jesus carry his cross. He has a very high place in heaven. Hallelujah. He was a stranger, and the soldiers just found him and said, Help him because Jesus was too weak to finish the journey. Hallelujah. It was because of him that Jesus was able to finish what he has started. Praise the Lord. Amen. The Bible tells us that when, when Israel came out of Egypt and they were going to the promised land, 
Moses was overwhelmed with the burden of managing millions of people, one man. Praise the Lord. It got so bad that one time Moses prayed that God, just kill me. Just kill me right now and let all of this end. And Bible says that Moses' father-in-law came to see what was happening. That's in Exodus 18 from verse 12 to 24. You can write it down. And, and he gave Moses counsel. He said, if you do things this way, it will help you and God will be with you. And it was because Moses followed his counsel that Moses was able to survive and continue the work and the assignment God had given to him. Moses Hallelujah. Amen. You see, at different points in somebody's, in, in, in each of our lives, there may be some a point that you were at a very low point and God sent somebody and that person was the one through whom God lifted you and put you back on your feet and got you going again. Hallelujah. When I was in secondary school, in secondary school, I was just backsliding. I, I got born again around the time I went to Form 1. And then from there, I went to Form 1 and I just began to slide down, slide backwards. I was born in secondary school. I was born in secondary school. It was so bad that I saw myself that if I don't do something, what will happen will not be good. So one time when I was going to school, I, I attended a prayer meeting that day and the, the leader was asking everybody when we're closing, what do you want God to do? And I said that I want God to give me a friend when I go to school today who will help me to serve him. Praise the Lord. And so we prayed. When I went to school that day, I was asked to sleep next to a certain young man who I had seen in my dormitory, but we were not friends. I, I didn't know him very well, but I just seen him around. No, you mean, but no, you was school. Hallelujah. Now, turn out this young man was a very serious Christian. 
It is because of this young man that I'm standing here today. It is because of him. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Because he was checking on me. Have you read the Bible? Uh, uh, SU meeting time. Get ready, let's go. I mean, he was checking on me. I some of the things I didn't want to do it, but because of him, I had to do it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I said, if it wasn't for him, I would not be standing here today. So on your night, Hallelujah. Amen. And so I, we have moved beyond friends. Now I call him my brother. Praise the Lord. And we have become closer than my biological siblings. He knows me better than my sisters. Hallelujah. What I'm saying is that I owe my life to him because it was through him that God delivered me from backsliding. Hallelujah. A few months ago I ordered I ordered some shoes from the UK. And and when I ordered after I bought the shoes, the shoes were on their way to Ghana. The Lord said, give the shoes to him. I see. And I said, Lord, if you knew you wanted to why didn't you let me buy two? So that I will have one and I'll give one to him. Because I think they had reduced the price, it was very, very, very low price. I could have bought two, but God didn't tell me to buy two. But when I have bought one and it was on the way, then he said, when it comes, give it to him. Hallelujah. And then I bought some nice socks to the Lord said, add the socks as well. I was actually looking forward to wearing those socks. Hallelujah. Amen. So yesterday now he came to my house and I said, collect this thing. Take it before something happens. Hallelujah. Amen. And I believe one of the reasons why the Lord was telling me to is because I owe him. And 
And God was making me give something that my heart was in to him. Hallelujah. Amen. Because he could have easily point, prompted me to buy two, but he didn't. Hallelujah. Amen. The point is, when you are paying this debt, it's not the things that you don't like or things you don't need. It's the things that are valuable and precious because you are showing honor to the person. Hallelujah. Amen. So if in your life there has been, you can see that there's somebody that God sent at a point who delivered you from trouble. Don't forget that person. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now let's look at the second thing about um, our debt of gratitude and honor. The second thing is that this debt we are talking about is not one that you make one payment and you are done. Let me call Sir Eric Kamasimi. On Hallelujah. Amen. You see, it's like, it's like, uh, 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 ladies, it's like they say that uh, if you're a husband, you can't say I love you once and and say that now you know I love you, so I won't say it again. It doesn't matter. You have to say it every day. Mm. Hallelujah. Is it, is it true? Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. It's like a leaking basket. They love you like it leaks out by the end of the day. You have to add more the next morning. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, this debt that you owe, you can't say that, oh, uh, I, gave, I gave Pastor a, a seed on his birthday in 2007. <laughs> Hallelujah. You understand? It's not like that. Let's look at Galatians chapter 6, verse 6. It says, Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teaches. In all good things. Hallelujah. Amen. He says that so long as you are you continue to be taught in the word of God, then he says that as good things come to you, he says, remember to pass some of those good things on to the one who has been teaching you in the word. What's the day? 
Ampa, what's it so? Won, I mean, as someone. Yende, Dark Repet, Nabakid O, at the Papa Ba, also, I am shown denying. Demo, good to tone, was at Papa Biaba, Nakay, Nakay. Hallelujah. It says, in all good things. So if you are still being taught, and if good things are still coming into your life, then God says, communicate in those good things. It means that the language you are speaking is those good things that are coming to you. That is the expression of what you are also communicating to the one teaching you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 All right. So it's something that you must not grow tired of. Alright? But you should rather structure your life in a way that it makes you do it regularly and naturally. Hallelujah. Amen. Alright? So that's actually the third point that you must intentionally structure your life to make sure that you are paying this debt off as you go along. Let's please turn to First Corinthians 16 from verse 1 to verse 3. It's it says, now concerning the collection for the saints, as I have given order to the churches of Galatia, even so do ye. Upon the first day of the week, let every one of you lay by him in store, as God has prospered him, that there be no gatherings when I come. Hallelujah. So here we see that the Corinthian church and the Galatian church were given an instruction that set up a system so that for them it was weekly so that on the first day of every week you set something aside hallelujah amen Hallelujah. What the Bible is telling us is that don't wait until there's a special location. Hallelujah. Amen. The coming of Paul would, would have been a special location. Alright, and it says that don't wait until I arrive before you start, you know, it's like, hey, one week to Christmas, hey, pastor's birthday is next week. No, God said, don't do that. Hallelujah. Amen. 
And then it also says that let you set something aside in proportion to how God has prospered you. I feel so. Who are there? Yeah, to one. My and I had own. I mean, Prince of me, yeah, to one. Now, the Kona and Yeshua now to do for you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So it says that as God has prospered you. As God has prospered you. Hallelujah. That is what you should look at and decide how much you should give. Hallelujah. When you do that, you are being righteous in the sight of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Does that, does that make sense? Hallelujah. He says that God doesn't have the same expectation of each one of us. Hallelujah. You see, so even if, even if, even if, let's say that you are in a group, let's say the men's fellowship or the women's fellowship and you all decide that you are going to collect maybe 50 cities. Alright? Let's, let's just, just for the sake of an example. Maybe you all decide you are going to collect 50 cities to buy something for pastor or mama. Alright? God says that. Look at how he has prospered you. And don't stop at 50. If your level of prosperity as far as have, has passed 50 CD points. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Before I continue, I want to make a correction. Last week, when I went home, Monday morning, the Lord said, this thing that you said, somebody may twist your words. So when you go back, correct correct it. Hallelujah. See, I was using Oriko as an example, and I said that when he gets his first salary, who should he give it to? And he said, Pastor. And I said, yes, he said right. And the Lord said, "That is that is true. It's about not everybody has that understanding. So when you get your first salary, give it to your mother and father. First. Hallelujah. The Lord said, go and make that correction because he said, otherwise your words may be twisted. He said, it's not because what you said is not true. But your words may be twisted because some do not understand. Hallelujah. Amen. Alright? So I have made this correction. Praise the Lord. Give to your father and mother first. And then the next person to consider is your pastor. Hallelujah. Am I clear? Am I clear? Praise the Lord. Now, 
intasi ye into brand number ten ten ye mantasi ye man into ten 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 de odi kan se eje wakoto odi kana fama weja na wona na se ye na se eje bioma na agun oso fosu no was ano so no kwangwe ye na mum se waso agun de de ba mo first sa no so wunchi no so no kwangwe. Hallelujah. Thank you. So now let's go to point number four. Point number four is that if you refuse to pay your debt or you ignore your debt, you will suffer consequences. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, the, 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 the interesting thing about spiritual things is that sometimes you never connect what is happening in your life to what has taken place spiritually. You, you, sometimes you, it's hard to make a connection. Oh, yeah. Praise the Lord. So let's learn something from the life of Daniel. Let's go. Let's please turn to Daniel chapter 6. Daniel, ah, over Bible, no, eh, Ada, or the children. Let's please read from verse one. You can credit for Daniel, woman. Daniel uh, chapter six, from verse one. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom. Darius was the emperor over the kingdom. One hundred and twenty princes, which should be over the whole kingdom. And over these three presidents, of whom Daniel was first. That the princess might give accounts unto them, and the king should have no damage. Then this Daniel was preferred above the president and princes because an excellent spirit was in him, and the king thought to set him over the whole realm. Verse 4. Then the presidents and princes sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could find none occasion nor fault, for as much as he was faithful, neither was there any error or fault found in him. Praise the Lord. What we are seeing here is that Daniel was greatly favored by the king. Hallelujah. And all the king could think about was how to elevate Daniel further. Hallelujah. But some people were not happy about this. Praise the Lord. Daniel had some. 
Hallelujah. Daniel had some people who were opposing him. They are called adversaries. Adversary is somebody who is against you. No one would see Daniel. Hallelujah. But the thing is that they did not appoint Daniel to the position, so they could not remove him. The only person who could remove him was the person who put him there. So they had to find a way to get the king himself to remove Daniel from the place of honor that he had been put in. Hallelujah. So they got busy. They got busy. They came up with a plan. See, like Daniel, you and I, we have found great favor with God. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. The Bible says, do you not know that you shall judge angels? Hallelujah. One day you will be judging angels. Hallelujah. Amen. That is how highly God has elevated us. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And it's just the favor of God. But like Daniel, there are some people who are not happy about this development. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There are spirits who are very unhappy with this situation. Because they have lost their place and have fallen down. And then you we were down because of sin. God has elevated us. So they are also looking for a way to remove you from that high position that God has placed you in. Alright? But like Daniel, they can't remove you because they didn't put you there. So they have to get God to take action against you. Are, are, are you following, please? Are you following? Alright? So the Bible says that these men, they, they look for an occasion to accuse Daniel. Praise the Lord. In the same way, 
The Bible says that we have an accuser who accuses us before God. It says day and night. The master in the Bible chair and day. He also there will be a double or kwan na wa gbohan sombo onyamenanyim. That's in Revelation 12 verse 10 at the end. He says he accuses us before God day and night. Adam Hallelujah. Satan means the adversary or the one who is against you. Satan Are you following? Alright. So the reason is that he is looking for a way to get God to pass judgment on you so that you suffer. So let's let's go back to look at Daniel again. Hallelujah. Verses 11 to 12. It says, Then these men assembled. Alright. In verse 4, we found out that they sought to find an occasion against Daniel. Alright. And in verse 11, now it says that these men assembled and found. So what they did was that, you know, just to just to save us some time, they made they asked the king to make a law that for 30 days, anybody who prays to any god except to the king will be put into a hole with lions inside. Alright? So for 30 days, the king becomes a god for everybody in the country. Everybody who is praying must pray to the king. If they find you praying to any god, you are dead. That was the law they passed. And the king, I guess, thought that was a nice idea. Alright? He said, he liked it. So he too, he agreed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isn't it interesting when the enemy was looking for something against Daniel, the only thing he could find was his prayer time. If it was you and me, what else would he find? That he prays too much. That's, that was the only thing that they could find. Besides, will he find a prayer at all? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yes. That when the enemy was looking for something to use to hurt Daniel, the only thing he could find was that this guy, the way he prays, if we structure something around his prayer time, we'll get him. Hallelujah. May that become your portion. And your testimony that you become a man of prayer and a woman of prayer that when the enemy is seeking occasion against you 
He looks to your life. He checks left, right. He, he monitors you day and night. He can't find anything. I said that the way you pray, if he can set a trap there, that's how he'll get you. Hallelujah. Bible says that as soon as Daniel heard that the king has signed the law, he got up and went to his prayer room and started praying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, verse 11, the, the men assembled. You see, when after the enemy, when the enemy is looking for occasion against you, he monitors you. He's looking for something that he can use to accuse you before God and you won't have a defense. Praise the Lord. Don't sleep. If you are feeling sleepy, please stand up. So they found Daniel praying and making supplication before his God. Let's go to verse 12. Then they came near and spoke before the king concerning the king's decree. And they asked the king, Have you not signed a decree that every man who shall ask a petition of any God or man within 30 days, except you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions? The king answered and said, The thing is true according to the law of the meat and the Persians which altered not or cannot be changed. Hallelujah. So what we see here is that this king was a person of integrity. Hallelujah. That he recognized that even though he didn't look, Daniel was his, 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 his best performing uh, worker. Hallelujah. And now, these people have, have created a situation where he has to get Daniel killed and it's going to affect him. It's going to affect him. You understand? Because Daniel is the one that when he lifts something in his hands, he knows that I don't have to go and check. It will be done. And now, these men have set a trap for Daniel. And, and the Bible says that the king said that, yes, it is true. The law is the law. Hallelujah. In the same way. Okay. Hallelujah. Please follow closely. I'm trying to paint a certain picture. Hallelujah. So, The king did not say that, oh, but as for Daniel, the way I like him, I will, I will, I will, I will just overrule. No, no, no. The Bible said he tried from morning to evening to find a way, but he couldn't find a way. And he asked that Daniel should be thrown into the den of lions. Say, yeah. 
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And this king gives us a picture of God because the Bible says that God has exalted his word above all his name. One of the things that he's telling us is that he doesn't say because of who he is. What he said before, he has just changed it. No. Once he has said it, he himself complies with what he has said. Hallelujah. That's how God is. Hallelujah. Are, are, you, are you following? Are you following? Alright, if your head is down, please let me see your eyes. Hmm? So, should we just get up for a few minutes? Since people are feeling a bit drowsy today. Just stretch your leg and let's Can we just get up for a couple of minutes? Hallelujah. Just, uh, if you need to go and wash Hallelujah. your face, you can just go as if you are going to use Hallelujah. the washroom. And then you wash your face, and then you come back. Alright? So that you don't sleep. Hallelujah. All right, wonderful. Let's please take our seats. Hallelujah. All right. Mm. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But then myself again. So why would we wear a hawa? One body net pig nature and the surgery in the hall. Night the morning you are preaching. Night was you preach nine air. Hallelujah. Amen. So <clears throat> What the enemy does is that he goes to accuse us before God. Using the word of God. He picks the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he, he takes the word of God and says, Honor your father and mother that it may be well with you. That's what God has said. So he goes to God and argues the case that if you said he should honor his father and mother that it may be well with him and he is not honoring his father and mother, why should it be well with him? And God has to answer. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In fact, we in the yeah, obanu from Oko, nyanku ponyima. I say ah, one kasa akade, ode nipa, ozi nena nene jeni. Ne demo si mesi, eh, omo on 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 di nene jeni, krak 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 krak. 
Praise the Lord. And what the enemy is seeking to do is to find a basis on God's word because he knows that God will always honor his word. Hallelujah. Are you following? Are you following? Alright? Because once he can get God to, to declare a judgment against you based on his word, now he's authorized to come and afflict you. Hallelujah. You see, one of the reasons the Bible says that we should confess our sins is because when you confess your sins, hallelujah, when the accuser presents a case against you before God, your sin is now covered by the blood of Jesus. So in that case, Jesus stands up and says that, Father, in this matter, we plead my blood, and the matter is closed. Hallelujah. Sometimes when the Lord is prompting you that this thing you have done, you didn't do right, repent and, and seek forgiveness, it is because there's somebody standing or he can see that a guy is on his way coming to make a case against you and he is making sure that you are covered before the case is heard. Hallelujah. But Hallelujah. I hope you're understanding the, 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 the principle. Hallelujah. That is why, as a believer, you should not delay in confessing your sin. 
You see, you may do the same thing the unbeliever does and nothing seems to happen to him. Why? The unbeliever, the enemy is not against him the way he's against you because it is you that God has elevated you to a place that he's envious of you. Hallelujah. So he will seek a case against you and you won't bother with the unbeliever because as for him, he has him already. As for say, man found the two of you on your gazing. You said the gazing is a Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes in the Bible you see a strange expression that an evil spirit from the Lord was afflicting a person. Oh yeah, but see what Bible there. Asembia ya oyefuka kra, ose there. Na eh sunsun bon si Yakobo spot sunsun bon bi ma okahawo obi. Hallelujah. Amen. So it's like ah, is God sending demons to do his work for him. What is going on is that the evil spirit went before God and sought a case against you and was able to get a judgment. And so now, when he leaves God's presence, he's, he's come with God's authority to come and afflict you. That is why the Bible says that it's an evil spirit from the Lord. And you pray and pray and pray and nothing will change the situation. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So when you read that statement, those kind of statements in the Bible, don't be confused. It's not that God employs devils. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The thing is that once we have understanding, we should live and do the right thing and not simply say that, oh, I'll just ignore what God says and I'll keep asking for forgiveness. So, you 
ma yankai de o mrechwe ne kakra ansan na masrabo ne fache dabi onya amurakse hu ne de adzayen nya ne kwando ainda obi twa aso pidipe ne twa na mantantantantam usande asutwi nanu yeso hallelujah amen hallelujah so god is telling us that pay your debts so that you don't provide opportunity for tormentors to come after you. The Bible says in there, "One man in church and a cow are yesy. Yen in the asikau. Yen ayeyikau. One man in church. Amma onye finti duya mfamaye." Hallelujah. Because when tormentors have authorization to afflict you, it can be very painful. Edema. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Our time is up. What we are saying today is that we have this debt of gratitude and honor. And we must recognize and, and pay back this debt as we live our lives. It's not something you can afford to forget. Because when you forget or you ignore or you refuse, you decide yes, or you, you can't be bothered, you can face very severe penalties, which God would rather have you avoid. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, gratitude. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. So if you realize that this is not something you've paid attention to, begin to act. Don't delay. See, the, 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 one of the strange things about spiritual penalties is that Sometimes it will afflict you in only one area of your life. Your life generally will seem to be okay, but it's just like in one area you just can't seem to ever have victory in the way that you desire. That, that, is, that, is, the, that is the And so you, you do everything you can, it's like you're not making progress. Because something has authorization. You pray and pray and pray, nothing will happen. I think I'll soon see my there. Say what you ask was soon summa. Oh yeah, or count wabra but ne baby crope. And then quite a fine but the make a baby put in the yeah won't they cramp on ye da. Now or day ya bomb was able to anomana or madame some unka by an abrabo. Praise the Lord. Let's please rise to our feet and begin to talk to God. And as you've been listening, if the Lord has been drawn, has drawn your attention to something you need to do, begin to talk to God about it. 
if you need to ask the Lord to forgive you, is the time to do that? It's a good time to do that. Begin to talk to the Lord this morning. Because God is showing us so that we will be instructed because He loves us. It is the love of God to us. So that we will not fall into error. Never assume that your life is the same as the life of the unbeliever. You are different. You have different rewards for your life. And when you do the wrong thing to there are different penalties. Because the basis of your life is different. So talk to the Lord this morning. Ask the Lord to give you greater understanding. As the Lord to show you how this message affects you. As the Lord to show you what action you must take. What steps you must take. Talk to the Lord this morning. It is his love to us. Because he's faithful. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Where we have fallen short, oh God. Restore us, oh Lord. Restore us, we pray, Father. Thank you, Lord, for enlightening us. Thank you for your word. Let your truth settle in our hearts and our minds, even in our whole being. And may your truth order our steps. May your truth direct us. May we not turn to the left or to the right. May we find our way back on the road that leads to life. And may we remain on it. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. We pray, open our eyes to the things that we have ignored, that we must not ignore. We see them for what they are. Not for condemnation, but for deliverance. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, Holy Spirit, Help us to see. Help us to see clearly. Help us to receive that which comes from you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for your grace. And thank you for your deliverance. Amen.